and Dr. Zach Williams and Flat Creek Baptist Church as we dive deeper into God's Word in this podcast titled New Horizons. I want us to look together in the book of James, and I want us to just consider uh, some things about the Word of God. And I want you to look with me today, if you will, in James chapter 1, verse number 22 through verse number 25. James chapter number 1, verse 22 through verse number 25. As we come to the text today, I want us to think for just a moment about the Word of God. You know, so many times as we join together on this podcast, we talk about the Word of God, and we talk about how wonderful the Word of God is and how we should daily be striving to be in this book, to learn from this book, to understand this book. Many times I've said things to you like, this is God's love letter to us. And if God has given us a love letter, shouldn't we want to read it? I'm reminded of a professor at the University of North Carolina who, at the beginning of each semester, he stands up with a Bible in his hand and he asks his class, he says, how many of you believe that this is truly the Word of God? And he says that almost every year, that almost every hand in his class goes up. And he says, okay, um, second of all, uh, how many of you have actually read this book from cover to cover? And it says it's always amazing that the majority of hands go down and only a few remain up. And then he takes a book like, say, The Hunger Games or Harry Potter. And he says, how many of you have read this book? And he says that the majority of hands will go up. And he says, isn't it something that you will read a work of fiction? But here you have what you say is the word of God, God's actual word to us. And yet you've never taken the time to read it. He said, don't you think that if God has actually written us a letter, that you would take the time to read the letter? And so it's always important for us to come back and think about the Word of God. Now, as we think about the Word of God today, I just want to to tell you of a few places in Scripture where the Bible gives us, or where we're told us very unique descriptions of the Word of God. The Word of God in one portion of Scripture is called the seed. We think about the Lord Jesus in the parable of the sower, talks about the seed and how it falls on different soil, and he equates that seed to the Word of God. We're told in other places that the Word of God is like milk to a young infant, how the infant needs to drink milk in order to survive, and we think about how the Word of God is like milk to a young believer. And then the Bible also is equated to meat, as in somebody who has grown in their faith needs meat instead of milk to drink. We're also told that the Word of God is like water in other places, how it's good for the thirsty soul. So we're told also in Hebrews chapter number four and in Ephesians that the Word of God is like a sword that cuts the soul, cuts the spirit. It's our weaponry that we use as believers in the Lord Jesus Christ. So the Bible is constantly uh, given this, this, the, these, these different types of personification, these different types of metaphors in order for us to understand, you know, what it is and how it acts and what it does in the life 
of the believer. Well, today I want to give you one of my absolute favorites. And this is maybe one that is forgotten a lot about. Uh, but we hear in James chapter number one that the word of God is like a mirror. Now, I want you to listen to what the Bible says, verse 22 through 25. Be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. Because if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man who looks at his own face in a mirror. He looks at himself goes away and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. But the one who looks intently into the perfect law of freedom and perseveres in it and is not a forgetful hearer, but one who does good works, this person will be blessed in what he does. And so here, James equates the word of God to a mirror. He says, to be a doer of the word and not a hearer only. And he says, if you want to know what that means, it's like a man who goes and looks at himself in a mirror. Okay, when we think about this illustration that James uses, just consider uh, an individual goes uh, to, the, uh, to the mirror today. He's gotten himself ready to go to work and he goes to the mirror. And as he gets in front of the mirror, he looks at himself and he realizes that last night in his sleep, that his little sonner daughter got a Sharpie marker, came into the room and drew some sort of design or wrote some sort of word on the individual's forehead. Well, now that man is standing there looking at himself in the mirror and he sees this drawing on his forehead. Well, if that person is now, um, you know, looks at the mirror and just disregards it, goes and puts on his clothes and goes on to work, the mirror did him absolutely no good. Because when he gets to work, everybody's going to look at him and they're going to say, bro, what's going on? Did you not See what was on your forehead today. Well, I did, but I chose to do nothing about it. Well, that doesn't make sense. Why would you choose to do nothing about it? If you see the drawing, the writing on your forehead, you should have done something about it. Well, I just chose not to. Well, that, that's kind of the same idea here when we think about the word of God, James says. You wake up in the morning, you open up the book, and as you open up the book, you see a reflection of yourself in the mirror. And as you see a reflection of yourself in the mirror, you begin to notice all the deficiencies, all the shortcomings, all the sin in your life. What kind of man would you be? What kind of woman would you be upon seeing those things if you simply said, you know what, I'll just walk away go on about my day, do my daily bidding, do what I always do, and I'm not going to worry about what I saw this morning as I looked in the mirror of the Word of God. Well, friends, it's the same as that individual who saw the Sharpie marker but did nothing about it. It's, it's, it's odd. It's strange. As a matter of fact, other believers look at you and say, why didn't you do something about it? If you knew the sin was there, if you knew the shortcoming was there, if you knew the, the temptation, the sin was there, when you looked at the Bible, why didn't you do something about it? 
Well, the Bible here says that, that the person who is a hearer of the word and not a doer of the word is that type of person. But James encourages us not to just be a hearer, but a doer. So when you look in the mirror and you see the Sharpie marker, what are you going to do? You're going to get a washcloth, you're going to get soap, and you're going to get the scrubbing. And you're going to scrub and scrub and scrub until there's no remnant left of that Sharpie marker. And then you're going to go to work and nobody's ever going to know that it was there. Why? Because there's no remnant left of it. And when we look into the Bible and we look at the mirror of the word of God to be a doer of the word and not a hearer of a word is to look in the mirror of the word, see the shortcomings, see the fall, the failings, see the sin, and then do something about it to get it out of our life. And it's not just sin, it's, it's commands, it's the, the, the things that God has told us to do. And we look in the mirror and we see that, hey, God's told me to do this. God's told me to do that. I've got to do it. Why? Because the word of God has told me to. And as I look in the mirror of the word of God, it's not enough just to look at it and walk away doing nothing. No, no. The one who looks into the perfect law of freedom and perseveres in it is not a forgetful hearer, but one who does good works. And this person will be blessed in what he does, James says. So today I want to encourage you not to just be a hearer of the word, but to be a doer of the word. Look into the mirror and then go and do what God commands you to do. Guys, listen, I love you. God bless you. I'm praying for you. Continue to pray for me and I'll join with you next time on New Horizons. God bless.